Welcome to the geek to geek podcast. This is kind of a bonus episode. This is our first geek out episode. We've been planning on doing these. We didn't know when the first one would be. And here it is. The idea behind a geek out episode is that it has less structure than normal. Um, You'll still get our normal episodes on either late Thursday night, early Friday morning. It all depends when I finish editing, but you'll get those like normal. Geek out episodes are going to be if we have a quick topic that we want to cover or if we have an interview that we want to do with someone and talk to them about what their geeky passion is. This is the first one of those. What are we talking about today, Beige? Star Wars Rogue One trailer came out this morning and it's awesome. It's been out for about 12 hours and I've watched it so many times. (laughs) So many times. I love Star Wars. How many times have you watched it? Uh, I've actually only seen it five times. I had a terribly busy day where I didn't have an opportunity, but that still allowed me to watch the uh, trailer about five times today. So we are recording this the same day it came out, which is when we normally record our episodes. You guys will probably get this one a little bit later this weekend, but I haven't really dug into forums yet. I haven't really looked at everything that the internet can dig up because we wanted to react to it together first. And I figure my reaction should be a pretty good indication of how I felt about it uh, when I told you guys what we were talking about. Um, I was okay. I don't even know where to start on this one, but I guess I'll 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 start on this. I wasn't excited about Rogue One until today, or really until last night when they did a teaser for the teaser, which is still a stupid idea. But even though it's new Star Wars, I could not get myself excited about it. There was just something it being a side story not being part of the main you know, the main narrative that as much as I love the tie-in novels and comics I just didn't care that much about Rogue One and then I saw that Shadow Trooper last night and I lost my mind you did you were freaking out over text and I, uh, I you should have heard me in my kitchen I was I or it was on my couch actually the kitchen was this morning um, <laughs> <laughs> that was when the actual trailer came out over Star Wars. I did Jennifer has I was amazed she didn't update her Facebook status about this and how I reacted to it because I stopped everything whenever a new Star Wars trailer comes out. I, I make everyone around me shut up and, and last night we were we were just on the couch and I made her pause the when you texted me that the trade that the teaser was up, I I made her stop what we were watching and just like, no, new Star Wars right now. This is it. This is what's going on right now and had Priorities. to watch it. it I, that is my Star Wars is priority number one in my life. Uh, so it's good. It's only like two minutes, but it gives us a taste of what it's going to be. And like, this is the first Star Wars story that's not part of the main like trilogies. So the main trilogies are about the Skywalkers is what they've said. And yep. the Star Wars stories, which are these anthology movies, are about anything else in the world. So this one is all about getting the Death Star plans in the time between episode three and four. And the thing that hit me most about this trailer is that it feels so much like a new hope, like seeing those stormtroopers that are so iconic from the first Star Wars movie ever made, seeing like the old school Star Destroyers, you know, seeing the Death Star again, it just it, it just struck a nostalgia chord with me so hard. And I didn't know that I was going to feel that way. I know that's exactly the way it, it, it well not exactly the way I feel the same way where it 
felt like a Star Wars movie that I could not help but love it because it felt like my childhood. It, it actually it actually feels more like a Star Wars movie, I guess, to me than the Force Awakens does because of the nostalgia that's in there. That it truly, I saw the same set pieces, I saw the same costumes going on, and for me, it was inside the Rebel base in the Temple on Yavin in the Masasi Temple, or however it's pronounced. I don't pronounce things. I'm Southern. That was that I, I saw it. I was like, yeah. Yes, that is where they are, that this is going definitely going to be gritty Star Wars again. And it really felt that way to me. That, well, yeah, that shot, oh, I loved it. That shot had X-Wings in it, and they look like X-Wings from the original movies. And it had Rebels in Rebel armor from the first movie. And like it just struck the chord of A New Hope so hard. And I was blown away. Like It, it, it took me right back to that same feeling from episode four, you know, from A New Hope. And the action in it made me feel like the Star Wars movies. The way that they showed the shots of of just people shooting around corners and actually being rebels about it and, you know, did, being arrested, all of this. It felt like, and not even in the same way that Force Awakens did when I first saw the trailer for it where it felt like Star Wars. This one I looked at, I was like, oh yeah, they're... That's going to be a Star Wars movie. That is what I look for in a... It's dirty. It, it, it looks grimy, and these people look gritty, and I loved it. Well, and even, like, I, w- I was amazed the sound effect. Um, about halfway through the trailer, there's this big siren, a big klaxon that sounds, and it's straight out of episode four. And I didn't realize how iconic that one siren was until it hit me in the trailer, and I was just kind of like, I got chills. Yeah, and seeing the seeing the Death Star super laser getting put in, oh, with that, the shadow, that being, oh. oh, oh my goodness, I I was just my my jaw actually dropped. This was seeing that I can hear my wife getting mad at me for nerding out about this in the future because I'm gonna I'm going to pick that apart. I'm sure and read all of the visual dictionary stuff to learn how they move that giant disc through space. And she'd be like, they didn't really do that. <laughs> it's so, but, but I, I mean, do that with all Star Wars stuff. She's not that kind of person. But Star Wars stuff in me, I have to be like, I have to be toned down sometimes. To see it in construction like that is so yeah. cool. Because we haven't ever really gotten anything good from that time period. Like, it's still mostly a blank slate between Episode 3 and Episode 4. You know, bridging the two trilogies that um happened before The Force Awakens. So to see that finally starting to get filled in, I didn't know I was going to be so excited about it, you know? Especially after the Death Star 2 in Return of the Jedi, I didn't think I was going to be excited about seeing a Death Star being put together. We've seen Death Star Death Star scaffolding before. We've seen this kind of stuff. But to, for some reason, this one felt so much different. I don't know why, but I loved it. Just seeing it go in there. It did. It was cool. Well, and then, I mean, we also got to look at all the new characters that I thought was cool. I mean, we don't know all their names yet, but we mm-hmm. know that it seems like the main character is Jin Erso. From what mm-hmm. I can tell, I think that's her name. I think that's how it's pronounced. I love the line that she has. She goes, This is a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel. I rebel. Like, yeah. It was just so perfect in like such a cheesy little way. Yep. In the B-movie way that I love Star Wars for, that I'm not expecting something to ever go into, like, Criterion Collection. I'm expecting something to be fun to watch, and that's exactly what this trailer showed me. I have to ask, there were there were AT-ATs in palm trees on that planet. Did Was that not the coolest thing you've ever seen? It was really cool, and it had 
it had definite undercurrents of like d-day like storming across the beach to almost certain death you know not to make light of real world events but i mean right you see them running across the beach at four at-at's and it's like this small group of rebels and it's oh it's like for the first time the empire actually felt scary to me because i'm seeing it from the perspective of just normal rebels instead of from luke who's a jedi you know yeah that's exactly the way i felt about this is that it was they were terrifying that you look at the walkers and any of the others they're not scary you see them in pretty much even in the even they try in Rebels to make them scary, and I never got scared of them. It's like, wow, those things are just terrible. Why would you use those? Those are not intimidating at all. And then I see it in this trailer from, you know, the one guy on the ground, you know, running. And I'm like, oh, oh, that would be awful. That's bad. I, I am so scared of those right now. Oh, man, I don't want uh-uh. That was my reaction of watching those. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. And the rumor is that Vader is going to be in this movie. And right. I, I think that this movie is going to make Vader terrifying for a new generation. Because by the time I watched Star Wars, like all of the movies were out. Everybody knew the truth about Vader. And he wasn't this big intimidating force, which I know for people who watched the original movies as they came out, they always thought Vader was scary. I never felt that way. And I think seeing Vader from the perspective of just regular rebel troops on the ground would be absolutely terrifying. And I'm so excited to see that. <laughs> the, that was one of the reasons I started playing the Force uh, The Force Unleashed was the first level is Darth Vader going through and just mowing through people. And you feel just completely awesome and powerful. And that made me realize just how great that character was that this is going to be him finally being able to do that on film that it really is terror going to be terrifying as a villain if he's in there doing that and there's there's a little tiny vader breath right near the end of the trailer when very subtle when Jin is standing in the hallway and she has like the imperial wear that she's wearing you know it looks like she's undercover or something and the lights go on yep. in a circle around her re-listen to the trailer there's this very very subtle vader breath i really uh-huh. think that he's going to be in this movie and i'm excited for it I, I didn't even notice the breath until you mentioned it and then the last time i watched it uh, i noticed it right there at the end i'm like yep that is right as the music just kicks back up into the imperial march that they did a very good job of sound too that it's definitely star wars sound it's definitely john williams score but they changed it enough to where it I like the slowdown. I like I like the way they slowed the tempo of it. I liked everything. It just I am so excited about this movie that I I can't even talk straight. Like I I don't even know if I'm making sense right now. Well, the you're right. The music was really well done, and I think it's cool that the force theme was in there. And the force theme is also kind of Luke Skywalker's theme, and it's also kind of the rebellion's theme. Um, yeah. And that force theme is playing, but it's playing very lightly on a piano. And underneath it, intertwined with it, is basically a new rendition of the Imperial March that's lower and more powerful and all done on, like, brass. So you get the feeling just from the music that the Rebellion is weak but hopeful and the Empire is strong and intimidating. And it's just like, yes, that is what this movie needs to be. They nailed it. And if the entire movie is anywhere near as 
well put together as the trailer is and and i know that that you know, this is a trailer and we can't expect a lot but after the force awakens trailer being so awesome and the movie holding up just as well i'm really hopeful because this one really gave a feel of a movie that i want that i didn't know i wanted but that i see it and i am excited to see a movie a star wars movie without a lightsaber yes i didn't think that i would be excited for that because you know, Jedi, Star Wars, Sith, like lightsabers are part of Star Wars at its core. Yeah, but I'm OK. I mean, you know, Vader might use one, I suppose. But if there's no lightsaber in this movie, I will be OK with it. And I'm surprised. I know that I, I did not think that I was going to get to that point. I'm looking around my office recording this right now, and I see two toy lightsabers right now. And I know I have two of them in my office at work. And I have a stack of toy lightsabers in my storage room in my in the workshop. I'm a lightsaber guy. That That's the part of Star Wars I love. So I never thought I would want to see a movie where I'm like, you know what? I kind of hope there aren't Jedi in this. Where I was, until this trailer, wanting to see Kanan. And I'm kind of hoping they don't. Yeah, I, I hope they don't too. I hope it's all rebels on the ground. And I mean, did you see you saw a lot of like new characters in it, too? Yeah. You know, we didn't get the names. We didn't get the backstories, but we got glimpses. I mean, Mon Mothma was there. She's from the original trilogy. You know, she's the leader of the rebellion at that point. And the actress that they got for her is like a dead ringer for Mon Mothma. Like it's instantly recognizable if you remember the original movies. I stopped the trailer first, went back and made sure that it wasn't like a digital recreation that it was an actual actress there instead of uh, I thought that like they had somehow like de-aged like footage or something like they they are spot on with Mon Mothma. Yeah, it was really good. And then there's the other character who's kind of with Jin throughout the whole trailer. He didn't get a name, but I'm wondering if that's Poe's father. Um because uh, his father is in one of the comic series that I read yeah. that was leading up to The Force Awakens. It's called Shattered Empire. It's like yep. a three or four run comic. And his name is Kess Dameron. So he's Poe Dameron's father. And that comic basically shows that he is a rebel. He's a special forces rebel on the ground. And he ends up at like, you know, the battle on Endor alongside Han Solo. But you know that he's a rebel and he's a special force guy and he's a ground troop. So I saw that character in the trailer and he looks enough like poe dameron i'm like i wonder if that's his father i wonder if they're going to incorporate it into the movie uh as soon as we stop recording on this i'm going to watch it again with that in mind because that never crossed my mind you gotta let me know what you think about it i i'm already coming up with fan theories obviously and then the guy with the stick there's a there's a guy with a stick and he fights <laughs> it's off an awesome troopers. stick it is. I mean, he's basically using it as like a sword, but it's just a stick. And I'm wondering if they're going to start pulling in Terrace Kasai, which is... Oh. <laughs> you see, you already know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Terrace Kasai is like the one martial art in the old Star Wars expanded universe that was able to stay relevant in a world of blasters and, you know, lasers and high technology, basically. So if they manage to bring Terrace Kasai back and have a martial artist guy in the Star Wars universe, I think that would be really cool. That would be fantastic. I didn't, man, I am off my game. I have, man, you are completely destroying me on this one. Yep. Well, I watched it a bunch today. And then that's true. I did, there's a guy in a cloak who kneels in front of some kind of projector. And I'm wondering if that's Vader with his hood up. Like we've never be. really seen him with his hood up. But he's it's a black cloaked figure. He kneels in front of a projector, which could be 
like the emperor and there's two royal guards flanking the projector so i'm wondering if we saw the back of vader maybe so it could also be mads mickelson's character because they also showed someone at the very beginning of the trailer in brown with a mask and a hood up there where it could also be kind of an inquisitor type character going in to talk to vader that way oh that's a good point it could be one of those other ones because rebels has definitely laid the groundwork for that yeah and you can tell rebels is trying to kill off characters and get to the point where it's ready for the episode four universe to set up you know set up this movie and set up episode four so who knows if there's going to be crossover between those i kind of hope there are i hope there's a little bit i hope there's at least you know characters and and references put in there where even if just seeing sabine's artwork in the background of something that i was really really hoping to see in force awakens i really hope we see her a graffiti at some point in Rogue One. I think it would be cool if they did little nods to Rebels without actually bringing in any of the characters. I think that could work. That would be very cool. And then the other character that I noticed is the guy that's in all white. And I'm wondering if that's Tarkin. I mean, he looks like he's all decked out in military regalia. And Tarkin is the one who is in charge of the Death Star construction by the end of things. And he eventually becomes Moff or Grand Moff, I suppose. But before that, he's some kind of admiral or Grand Admiral. So I wonder if we're seeing a slightly younger Tarkin as like Grand Admiral of the Imperial Fleet. That guy who's dressed in all white because he has a resemblance I hope so, and I hope that I'm really hoping it is Tarkin because I did not want them to do a basically a digital recreation of Peter Cushing that they had rumored that they were doing uh, because I think that feels cheap. I don't, I don't, I just don't like the idea from a technical standpoint. I don't like the idea from a fan standpoint if they're recasting everything else that you know. To do something like that, just to have Tarkin there, uh, to have him there. So I really do hope that that is Tarkin and that they cast an actor doing it uh, just to be a younger Moff Tarkin or Admiral Tarkin or Grand Admiral Tarkin. Yeah, whatever it ends up being. And then we also saw different kind of troopers, too. We shot we saw shadow troopers for the first time. Mm. Like they're slowly incorporating these things that they liked from the old extended universe, the ones that are legends that no longer count. Like they're cherry picking things and slowly bringing them into the canon. And I think it's really fun to watch which things they like and things that they can bring forward and shadow and other stuff they can just ignore. Yeah. Yeah. Shadow troopers are going to be awesome in this. I am super excited. It's basically I mean, I'm trying to remember my lore. They're basically like special forces stormtroopers, right? I think so. I don't remember as much about them as I probably should, but that's the way I'm thinking about them as being the the commando type special forces forces stealth stealthy just awesome. Yeah, when if you think about the movie we're getting is like a rebel special forces crew, they kind of have to go up against something of equivalent strength on the empire side, so that might be the shadow troopers. So, what did you not like? Um, what do you mean? Is there anything you didn't like about the trailer? I don't think so. I think I was too busy being excited. Can I just be excited? Uh, No, you can't. You have to not like something. What kind of nerd are you? Oh, man. I didn't know this was going to be a question. What did you not like? You might as well get me started. Maybe you'll give me an Uh, idea. 
I actually only have one thing that I that I I, I knew I wasn't going to like it from the get go though. I I did not particularly care. It was the same problem I had with Force Awakens too. Um, I didn't like having a recognizable face. I saw Forrest Whitaker and saw Forrest Whitaker. I didn't see his character. I saw Forrest Whitaker acting in a Star Wars movie, which is what I was afraid was going to happen when I saw Adam Driver in force awakens that i've seen him and seen so much stuff of him doing things that i didn't know if i was going to be able to see him as kylo ren and once i saw his face in the force awakens it got away but in this trailer i still saw star wars star wars star wars star wars forrest whitaker star wars star wars star wars forrest whitaker star wars star wars star wars yep you know what now that you mention it that did pull me out of the trailer for just a second i mean it's a tiny tiny little gripe very tiny little thing it's a nitpick it is but it's the same reason that like Simon Pegg is a gigantic Star Wars fan, but he mm-hmm. knew that he wouldn't be able to be part of it because his face is so recognizable. So when J.J. Abrams offered him to try to like become a smaller part on The Force yeah. Awakens, they brought him in and he's Unkar Plot. He's the guy who gives Rey the rations and he's all done up in prosthetics so that you wouldn't be able to see his face. But Simon Pegg still gets to be in the movie because yep. his face would take you out of it. And I think we're seeing a little bit about that here you know you see a face you recognize and it just pulls you out of it just slightly just slightly just enough to be like oh yeah i forgot he was in this instead of watching the trailer itself yeah exactly but no i i didn't have that many nitpicks i mean i just liked it that was my only one really i just want to see more of it now i'm wondering um the rebel base that we saw do you think it's yavin or do you think it's dantooine because Yavin would be where uh, they're at by episode four. By episode four, but yeah. Dantooine, Dantooine was abandoned. and Yeah, Dantooine is the base that Princess Leia gives away when she's trapped on the Death Star for interrogation. She says it's on Dantooine. And then later you hear the Imperials searched it and they say there was a rebel base, but it was abandoned. So I wonder if at this point in time, that's the Dantooine base. Or if they've moved over and this is the Yavin base. I couldn't tell from the trailer. The it looked like the Yavin temples from uh, that was from the impression I got too. with the impression. But you're right, given some of the stuff that they've, I don't know, because it looked like the inside of the resistance base as well from the Force Awakens. Yeah, I don't think they would try to tie that together because that that doesn't fit as smoothly. Oh no, I would just mean that that they use the same kind of architecture. So, yes, uh, over and over through feeling. the years, where maybe. Maybe it would be Dantooine, and we're just seeing what they have established for themselves as an art style and a creative team for the movie itself, actually. Was there anything else about the trailer? No, I think that pretty much covers my uh, my my fanboying out. Okay, so the other thing that I noticed, which is more of a meta thing than actually about the trailer, this trailer released two days after we got the Star Wars Force Awakens DVD. So. Yep. This tells me that they are always going to have the next Star Wars thing in front of us almost immediately, which means I get to be excited oh. for Star Wars for the rest of my life forever. That I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that too. I just yeah, I'm good. I noticed it today. Like they two That's days. A very good two point. days I have the DVD in my hand and no new information about the next Star Wars, and then they give it to me. You know? And then they give it. Yep. Disney is playing us and they know exactly how to. They're playing us like a flute and I'm quite alright. I think we're okay with that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's about it for our first geek out. But yeah. So I'm pretty little... good at geeking. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to have geeked out about the new Star Wars trailer. 
Me too. This was fun. So little bonus content for you guys. These will pop up occasionally, but they shouldn't interfere with our normal episodes. Hopefully you liked it. That's it. Oh, I guess you guys can find us at the geek to geek cast at gmail.com or reach us on Twitter at geek to geek cast. And uh, if you have anything, if you want to chime in, uh, yell at us at either of those places and we will uh, you know, continue the conversation and continue geeking out with you guys. Yeah. Reach out on Twitter. Reach out wherever. We'd love to geek out with you. That'd be fun. Yep. And remember that I am at Professor Beej on Twitter. He is at GRN Mushroom. No ease. And uh, let's geek out. <laughs>